At first, I really wasn't interested in becoming a coach. I wasn't interested in having my own programs. I just wanted to empower people with information. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to your Badass Journey podcast. In today's conversation, I have Dr. Allie Griffith. She's an autism parenting strategist, transformational speaker, and certified professional coach. As a mom of a child living with autism, speech language pathology, and audiologist, this inspired her to become a number one best-selling author of Amazing Gift, A Journey to Autism Acceptance. Through her passion, service, Ignite Coaching, and fervent empowerment of families with autism and other sensory challenges, Dr. Ali has helped many to shift their negative self-talk towards positive energy power by believing in their unique strengths, differences, and gifts. In April 2019, she proudly released her podcast, The Dr. Ali Griffith Show. Mindset, Meditation, and Motivation, which resulted in 3,000 downloads in three months. As seen on media outlets such as NBC, CBS, CW, and more, the shows have included unsubscribe from negativity, from fear to freedom, and ah, meditation moments. What I love about today's conversation is that you see the true gifting that comes out of Focusing on yourself first in order to give and let your cup runneth over <laughs> onto those who need you. Whenever you're working with a life that you want to live and thrive within, investing in self care first matters. But most of all, finding the tribe, finding the coaches, finding the methods and how you up level to that best version of yourself in order to sustain that badass life, Dr. Ali shares her journey with you today. It's such a fun conversation and I know you're going to enjoy it. So please take a moment and after listening, snap a photo while you're listening even and post it on Insta. Tag us in it. Send us a comment. Post a review. We appreciate any interaction regarding these conversations because... Honestly, it motivates us to continue in our purposeful, action-based businesses, but also continue to bring amazing guests like this to you. So I really appreciate you listening today. I know you're going to have an amazing time chatting with us, conversing with us, listening to today's podcast. And if you're new to listening, please hit that subscribe button. So you can get the next conversation automatically sent to you and continue on this journey with us. I know you're going to enjoy today's conversation. I'll see you on the other side. 
Welcome, everybody, to another conversation on your Badass Journey podcast. Today, I have Dr. Ali Griffith with me. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great to speak with you today, Dr. Ali, because you're doing such amazing work in the the mompreneur world. And you've built this, this amazing brand through your own personal journey. And so the way I love to kick off the show is for you to share how you came to deciding on building this business that you have today, this impact-based work that you're doing, and what brought you uh, the inspiration to turn your life journey into a business for yourself. Wow. Um, thanks for that question. I actually have always wanted to do something re- regarding business from since I was young, but I never knew it would be something related to autism. Uh, I went one year to learn more about speaking, and I thought it would be more about speaking and motivating and helping others through um, just being bold and, and just being different, you know, because I started to realize that about myself. Um, then when I was blessed to work with uh, Susie Carter, I was able to go and do volunteer work with her. And Susie Carter is like this major uh, deal in terms of her coaching work that she's done with Lisa Nichols. and. I was volunteering with her and supporting her. And one day she asked me, so Allie, you tell me something about you. And I'm like, me? Like, no, I just came here to support you. And she was like, no, tell me about you. And then I just broke down and started to talk about my son and about, you know, being a parent with autism and that I come here just to learn more about the business side and how to learn how to speak. But I never thought about marrying the two. And she was just like, um, why aren't you out there motivating autism moms? And I'm like, oh, that's a really, really big world. It's scary. Like, we have a lot of stuff. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm the one to go motivate them. And she was just like, you know, just watching you and seeing how you're constantly making things happen. And you're a single mom. You're out here supporting us in California. I, I go out there at least three or four times a year supporting them. And they're just like, I don't even know how you're doing this. And she says, now that's what autism moms need to see. They need to see the grit and the grind and and how you are now creating this empire, this legacy. And it's truly based on him. And that's how that whole uh, motivational parenting, helping other autism special needs moms with uh, their journey, whether it's moving towards a business or just their journey with dealing with the concept of having a child that's unique. When you talk about the uniqueness and the 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 discovery process, you know, as your, did you know, you know, at, at birth that your son had was unique, um, did, that you had to put in some special care for it? Like, what was that journey like as uh, discovering first time mom, right? Figuring out yeah. like the blessing is here in front of you and then realizing, oh, you know what? My son needs more, more of me, more from me. And how did you navigate that process? Yeah, that was that was it exactly then. My first, you know, expecting all these dreams in my head of what he was going to be. And being that I've worked with kids for pretty much close to eight to 10 years before I even started having my own child, I, I kind of knew what I was looking for. So I'm looking for, you know, the coos and the babbling because I'm a speech pathologist and an audiologist. So I, I, I know the milestones to look for. So they were coming in nicely. And I'm like, yes, he's hitting that. Okay, great. And then right around one, he began to say his first word. I'm like, yes, they're coming in. Mm-hmm. And right around maybe 16 to 18 months, I began to see like a delay. Like 
all the words that he had before, they just started to either go away or he wasn't picking up more as he should have by that stage. And then I started to notice the other symptoms of the lining up of the trains between 18 months to, a, to, to two years. I started noticing the flickering of the lights on and off, the lack of eye contact, all the textbook signs of what it looks like to be on the autism spectrum. But then here goes me knowing it as an intellectual and professional, what it looks like. But as a first time mom, I'm like, no, not my child. Like mm-hmm. I went through that whole denial thing and, and it can be anyone else, but not mine. And it was really hard at the beginning, just knowing that it felt like the death of a dream of what I thought this perfect child was going to be. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was a, a, a timing, uh, an increased time of mourning. Yeah. And then through that mourning period, uh, uh, you know, as you were discovering the responsibility of still being a mom, still having to show up, still having to care for, and also that conversation with self on who are you meant to be, you know, to in this relationship? What is this? What is the journey now in that moment or moments or how long did that last, I guess, before you started to then leverage your expertise, leverage the kindness, the empathy, the because you had to have that in the role as a speech pathologist before. How did that then breathe life into the new relationship you have with your son today? Mm. So the recognizing um, and then getting it diagnosed, I think that was rote. I think it was a. It was just a. A robot within it within me knowing like, hey, wait a minute, wake up, something's going on, let's get him evaluated, let's move towards the steps that you need to do as a professional. So I switched modes and I, and I went from mom to focusing on as a professional. But during that time, mom was hiding, mom was crying, mom was, was like, she didn't know who to speak to. Um, I would go out there and function, helping others, making sure that he has the services he needed. Thank God, like I didn't stay so um, warped in me, which happens. It happens to all of us. And if there's a special needs mom out there that's listening, trust me, I get it. Where it, it's so hard to figure out what should I do at this time. But knowing I had that knowledge, I was able to get him the services that he needed earlier on and still function as a professional. But the mom inside of me had withered away. The person inside of me had withered away. I didn't know who I was anymore. I was literally just moving and going through life broke. Like, okay, um, his father and I at that time had divorced. I had uh, then remarried. So it was then going through that process of learning the journey of now having a blended family with a child that's unique. And you know, and just navigating school system, navigating life, my finances. It was just me living, navigating. I didn't tap into who I was, sadly to say, until about eight years of his diagnosis. Like that's when I was introduced to the whole personal development field, the reading of the secret, the who am I, the really finding out and and tapping back into who is Alicia, you know, who am I, you know, before even who am I as mom. Right. And then once I got that, then I was able to see, oh my goodness, I, I was such a disservice to this kid, you know, because I gave him his basics, but I wasn't, I wasn't celebrating him. Like I celebrated his milestones, 
because hey, you were able to, now you're able to talk in sentences. Now you're able to answer questions, but I didn't celebrate his quirkiness. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you're hilarious as heck. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have to be to be your son. Humor, I'm sure, is one of his solid traits. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious in this household. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I can imagine it's constant entertainment. And, and also, um, and also uh, awakening, right? Like, so the personal development for you to connect back with you, because if you were showing up in a way that... Um, a lot of the times, especially in these roles we're given, right? We have this expectation of how we're meant to show up or we are in survival mode because we just don't know. We don't have the skills yet to handle what's been handed to us. Then we become less of who we are. We're disconnected from, from our true selves. And it's, it really becomes, excuse my French, a half-assed situation. So everybody, you're giving yourself a half-assed attention and everyone else is getting a half-assed attention back, right? Like, And it's such an amazing point of development where you can face it and say, Allie first, right? Like, yeah. I need to be whole in me so that I can feel fulfilled to serve everybody else. I think a lot of our mompreneurs listening are moms with unique children, unique relationships, whatever that looks like, we can definitely get into the point of sacrificing the time it takes to connect back to ourselves in order to serve others. And I would love to hear some of the practices you put in place or, or how after you, you found that time to take care of you first, mm -hmm. what are the consistent things you do today to make sure that that connection is sustained within you so that you can be of service to your family, to your clients, to your, to your network of folks that come to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, I, I have to pour into me first, like learning first that if my glass is not filled, if my, if I'm not feeding from my saucer, which is my overflow of whatever is in that container of me, then I'm just giving everything else to someone else that has not even been given to me. So my my core practices that I must do every day I start off and, and there are some days it gets thrown off, but for the most part, I'll get my meditation in um, about 20 minutes of just taking some time out, uh, listening to some bass, some sound, getting back into the core of self, just being still. Uh, I've grown so much through my meditation practice. That's why I included the meditation meditation practice in my in my podcast. Because I wanted to make sure that even though as a speech therapist, we're constantly helping people learn how to speak, as an audiologist, my focus is also helping us learning how to listen. Mm. And meditation is truly that practice of being still and listening to what you're supposed to do, where I'm supposed to go. That began my biggest journey into pouring back into me. Secondly, definitely going and work out. I'm a black belt in martial arts, so I have to get something in. It's my space away from everything else, whether it's a run, whether it's elliptical, whether it's a go and dance in a class, like I got to move. And that began first as though I wanted to do it to look good, right? I want to lose weight. And then I started to realize, oh, wait a minute. No, this is my me time. Yeah. This isn't me taking care of anyone else. It's me just speeding into me. And that, be and then what I noticed, especially when I didn't do martial arts or kickboxing, kickboxing is I have to have at least once or twice a week. It's a complete release into a bag. It's a complete yeah. care. You take everything, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put 
all the anger, the frustration, the excitement into a safe space. Um, which led to me creating that for kids with special needs, by the way, because I started to realize where is my son's safe space? Where does he yeah. have that place where he can release whatever he's feeling inside safely? And then the third thing really is I'm a music lover. I love carnival. I am from the Caribbean, so I love soca. So I will throw on some music, some feel good music and just enjoy myself. Me, just me, myself and I. Yeah, girl. I love it. I love it. Because all these habits that you just you know, shared is literally how I use what I use to feed my soul too. And I'm like, we need to live next to each other so we can shake it. <laughs> I'm gonna, we maybe need to do some video messages back and forth to each other and just share in the moment That's of cool. pure bliss, shaking it. Cause I can get down. I can get down too. Yes. So important. The importance is finding what works best for you, not only for the receiving, which is in the listening, which is in that meditation, which is in the opening of the message that enlightens creativity within to then outwardly release, right? And so I love the kickboxing and the and the impact-based workouts where it's a mind-body connection because you have to with martial arts and with you know a kickboxing activity, you're your it's hand eye coordination it's you know you're still in the moment you're still very present but you're still everything's on fire like everything's stimulated which is such a great workout because at the end of it you're like yeah i got that done and i you can leave it on the mat you could totally leave it on the mat and that then, is exactly what we say when yeah we, my dojo it's like whatever's going on out there leave it on the mat yes yes i i love it I, i'm definitely gonna have to do some search because I need more of that in my world. And I'm sure those listening need it too. Yeah. So we'll have to figure out a way to get that incorporated in. I, you know, the 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 piece about then taking it and figuring it out for your son will help us understand what did you then start to create as a safe space for your son? Yeah. Um, so that began when I started to realize how good it made me feel. And that going through the martial arts system, I, I developed, a, you know, I live in New York, right? So we're constantly on edge here. Um, but I needed a space where I can learn more about how to navigate my own body during times of unexpected stuff. You know, like we never know who's going to happen, what's going to happen. And it began really so that I can have a self-defense measure if anything was to happen to myself or my son. Mm-hmm. Like I literally started martial arts as soon as I got the clearance from my doctor of having him to, I got to protect this kid because now it's not just me in the world. Yeah. Um, but through that, we've learned so many structures and skilled systems and, and a way of applying our, our mind, body, mental awareness in terms of how, where we are in space. I started to realize that maybe this may help him. As I started to notice that he had difficulty with alertness and knowing his his, his body in, in space, proprioceptive skills, awareness of, you know, what's going on around him. And then just a little self-confidence. Like, yeah, I can do that. Um, I couldn't find a program around, but I found one that was ridiculously expensive. And, you know, I took him to it because that's what all parents do. And then I started to realize as a speech therapist that I wanted to create something that had the actual movement, but also promoted social skills that also promoted that fun part of it, that engagement, that high five with each other, that, that aspect of there may be four or five children on the mat that are in their own worlds, but somehow we can get them to engage and realize each other. 
And it began my own personal project for him to have more friends. Okay, selfish, selfish, selfish need. No, but then for other parents out there who are just like me. (laughs) Yeah, every parent wants that. Yeah. So I just created it. When I can't find something, I create stuff. I love it. And then is it, so is this just for your, then your son and his network and you just have that now is open to others? Like what, where, how is oh, that? So it's now, it's now it's catapulted into a whole complete business. He doesn't even go anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he started when he was like five, he's 13 now. So around the age of about 12, we started to phase out into other activities, but we still run it. Um, I have a co-founder. It's called So Smart Kids for anyone who is in, in New York and just looking for a program for a child with special needs to learn more about wellness and 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 fitness. And we do so much with the program. Um, so it's there. And I actually, and I know we didn't speak about this, but it really created my nonprofit Smart Fit Fam, which is my wellness fitness program for the family. Yeah. So when you just spoke about, you know, we got to get together, that's what happened. I had parents coming in saying, hey, I want to do movement too. And I was like, you should be doing movement with your child. If your child is running back and forth, somehow to engage with them, you need to have the ability to run back and forth with them. Right. And that began the concept to start integrating parents with their kids for activities, physical activities, and using that as a bonding experience. And um, this you know, just looking forward to the way that nonprofit has now taken on its own legs. And it's another program out there for those who are just looking for things to do, activities to learn more about how to engage and, you know, become just better parents. I love it. I I mean, it's so impactful, like how much your journey has helped others. And I know that you also have a best-selling book and decided to put this all down. When when was that released? And tell us a little bit about that journey on, on getting your, your book out into the world. So the book came out um, in 2017. Once again, I'm going to go back to Susie Carter. She was the one that just sat there and say, okay, you have a story. Let's get you a book. I'm like a book. I'm not interested in writing. I'm, uh, I will read, but I am not a writer. <laughs> and she was just like, no, we can get you a book. It can be a bestseller. And that began that process. Um, it was the sharing of my journey towards acceptance. And then it also gave, it still gives tools on how to, how to accept because I, I needed it and I found what helped me and I just put it into something. It did become a bestseller. Um, it was released twice. The second version now has a workbook included as they're reading. They're also doing the activity. I'm such an educator. I can't help it. Yeah. I'm the same. <laughs> so um, it's out there. It's called All Amazing Gift, The Journey to Autism Acceptance. It is available on my website, which is at Dr. Ali Griffith. We'll go through all those technicalities um, a little later, but it's, it's, it was my 40th birthday present to myself. Mm, mm, yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. It was all my friends were jumping out of planes for their 40th or going to Dubai for their 40th. And I was like, I need to create something that if 41 doesn't happen, sorry to sound morbid, but if 41 doesn't happen, he has something that he can look at that knows that he was purposely meant here to be here. Yeah. And since then, his confidence has skyrocketed. Like he has a book with his picture on it and he walks around telling people he's amazing or he's awesome. <laughs> and it, it just 
developed more. And then I have other moms out there who have now just feel more bold. They're out there becoming noisemakers. They want their own businesses. They want their own books. And I'm like, okay, we all can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful because I know you you host and create events for mompreneurs. So tell us a little bit about that journey too. What are what's coming up and and how can how can more moms interact with you that want to create that impact-based life based on their journey? So after doing all these crazy things for my own personal life, I started getting coaching clients that started to come to me to ask me, how could I do something similar to what you're doing? And at first, I really wasn't interested in becoming a coach. I wasn't interested in having my own programs. I just wanted to empower people with information. Yet the demand increased and I began to create systems. System of what, how we can do it in a faster way. There's systems in which moms who are extremely busy and who feel guilty when they leave their child, how they can still become a mompreneur, how they can still write a book, how they can still fit in speaking, which we get off the stage and we feel so empowered afterwards because we just gave our story and shared it with the world. But then we feel the guilt of leaving our kids behind, or we feel the guilt, guilt of maybe I should be at home reading with him at this moment. It's like that, that fear of losing myself, but yet I need, I want to be the best mom ever. And I'll just put aside my dreams for another 18, 20 years. And I'm there like, knock, knock, knock. You don't have to do that. Mom. Yeah. How about we figure out a system on how you can do it and you can be your authentic self. You don't have to come out here and be bougie. You don't have to be someone who you're not. You get just, you just get to be yourself. So the Mom for Yours on Fire pro live workshop, which is going to be September 28th to 29th, was put together for other mom mavericks like me who just don't know all of the systems on how to create a successful business while parenting and parenting a unique child. So they require a lot of time out of us. The, our, our entrepreneurship journey is different than many others because sometimes we only get a, like a 30 minute gap where we can get some work in. And I'm here like, if you got 30 minutes, you can still get about four or five things in. If you create a smooth system for you to get it in mm-hmm. and you can still have that business you want, as opposed to saying, I don't have time, as opposed to saying, I don't have the money. Like we can stick in the, I don't have, or we can start making some bold ass moves and power moving to where we want to go. So that's what it is. It's literally taking a match and just lighting them on fire. <laughs> love it. I love it. And giving them the frameworks, right? Like a lot of the times the, I don't know, builds into the fear, the doubt that it's not possible or even the exhaustion, right? So like, I'm sure there, there are mompreneurs listening that are just have been struggling on their own because they're trying to do it all on their own. So I can only imagine too, the community and the connection you get from going to an event like this, connecting with you, learning from you, understanding systems, but then who's sitting next to you in that row through it and the the new bestie you get to <laughs> to walk away with because every single event i've invested in going and or hosting is always the the lasting result is the relationships that you build and the common language now that you create and i'm sure as a pathologist you know the language pathologist you know that it's always like the melody is always running Right? Like we always can hear the melody run through everything we do. It's taking the moment to hear it for the first time and then 
singing out loud every single time after that, right? Like it just is a continuum when you put yourself in rooms like this and learn from folks who have gone before you, but help you build that connection you're longing for. That's the value of getting in the room and and experiencing something with others that are like-minded, but also in similar situations. So it's beautiful. And I love that you're putting that out there because it's so needed. And I know the impact it will have. Thank you. Thank you. One of the biggest complaints or the biggest challenge that most of my moms come to me with is they they feel they they feel alone. Yeah. They feel isolated. They feel no one gets them. And I know because that was so me. I felt alone. I felt no one can understand that I'm here trying to do a business, yet I have my my child is a business in itself. You know. Yeah. So full time. <laughs> It's a full-time job. Like that's a full-time business, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So creating Mompreneurs on Fire. And uh, this year I had my first uh, All Amazing Moms retreat. We had our All Amazing Moms Wellness retreat. We did it in New York. And it was what breathed fire into everything else. Like they immediately planned next year. We already, it's going to be someplace different. Um, And everything they kept saying is this feels so good to be with other moms who get it. And this feels so good to know that even as we're working on ourselves, that our kids are okay. And this feels good that I could actually take a few minutes out. I'm worried. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried what he's doing right now, but I can still actually just work on me, meditate, uh, learn strategies, learn frameworks, and get a tribe, a tribe of other moms who get it. I'm so excited about where I'm purposed to live and that I get to live this authentically as myself. Yeah, it's so beautiful and it is so uplifting, but also the empowerment, right? You get from choosing you first, just like we said at the beginning of this conversation. It's like when you feed into yourself, you can definitely give more of yourself because now you understand it better. You actually understand how full you can get and whatever splashes over <laughs> can benefit others can benefit from because when you come from a place of depletion it just is a depleted world and that's why you're feeling that way if you're listening and you're feeling like i i hear you but i'm i don't want to hear you <laughs> like i you know i know i need something but i'm really too exhausted to even step forward it. yeah to think about it step forward into it i'm just trying to survive If you truly are in that survival mode, trust, step out of it for a hot minute, go into that tribal uh, energy with a group that will hold you up and fill your cup up and help give you the tools to come back into your world stronger. Both Ali and I have invested in many different modalities, many different arenas to go and fill ourselves up as uh, to become the entrepreneurs we are today, but also the, the gifted coaches, strategists, and, and just friends and, you know, in people's lives. I'm not a mom. I'm a poochie mama. And so my dog gets spoiled like heck, but, <laughs> but I am an, uh, I call myself a sparent. I'm a spare parent. I love children. And so like, I will help my friends, you know, be part of their support system. You know, so that they are careful too. And it's so needed. It's so needed. That's key. We speak about that, creating a a support system, creating those other uh, parents. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. I borrowed already two of your things already. I'll give you credit, though. I always give credit where it comes from. It's all good. 
you nailed it. It's getting the help. It's getting the support. It's getting the coaching. It's investing in self. It's knowing that there's more than meets the eye than just me trying to do it by, by myself. Nothing happened until I invested in me. Nothing happened until I started going to see a, a, a coach myself. My business, my life, who I am as a person is on fire because I am constantly investing back in me. 100%. It's the only way. It's, it's, uh, unfortunately, most of us are taught that we have to go into a program like schooling, like education, and maybe felt deflated coming out of it. Like, now what? What the heck do I do with this now? And so our first inkling of investment in something more was felt like a disappointment. Because it didn't give us the guidance, it didn't give us the the how tos. It didn't even uh, walk alongside us as we were trying, right? Like in motion, and that's really what investing in these programs and coaches and 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 up leveling, as I call it, is so worthwhile because you building a sustainable relationship that actually walks alongside you. And my listeners know I always say that that's what I'm here for is to walk alongside you. People literally say, Ali, they're like, I, I feel like I talk to you all the time. Like <laughs> I'm listening, but then I'm like, yeah, but I need to hear from you too. <laughs> like, so you- guys, make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you share this out with people. Make sure that you let her know you're listening. It is hard for us as coaches to know that we're out here talking and sharing. And listen, we will continue talking to you even if it's in our head. Yeah, that's right. Let us know. Like come back to us and let us know, girl, I heard you when you said that you did not want to feel alone anymore. Or I heard you when I said, when you said, create a framework, create a support system. Let us know that these, that it's really impacting you and that, that you're listening. Yeah. Keep keep, um, giving you all this good stuff. Those really are the best moments, but it it was just, it's still so funny though to hear that. Cause I know your voice rings in a lot of people's heads too, from all the impact you've had and especially <laughs> through your podcast and your book, et cetera. So make oh, yeah, sure you let know as well, all that impact. Cause it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. There, I have a client that tells me, I would just say, what would that, what would Dr. Allie do? Yeah. What would Dr. Allie do? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I would be in an office and I'm going through whether to take a few minutes off for myself or whether to keep going. And I, she said, I would throw my stuff down on the table and say, I'm going for a walk. That's what Dr. Allie would do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, girl, play that Dr. Allie in your head. Don't take that break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love it. And put it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was why the podcast came out because uh, the Dr. Ali Griffith show just came out because I heard I had a unique voice. I didn't really think it was unique, but people began to tell me that I have a voice that commands listening to. And I said, hmm. And they were like, well, when are you going to have a radio show? And I'm like, not really interested. Once again, not really interested, but I have a divine power that tells me when I need to go. And he just said, do it. And it came out and it's a little different than what people expect. But it's just sharing things that have impacted my life and just helping you through that moment that you don't know where to go. So here I am just sharing mine. And if you choose to, to use it or you choose to just get a little bit or if it just gives you that little bit of oomph or fire or spark for the day, then I've done what, I, what I've been placed here to do. Yeah, the, the, the right message lands on the right people. Right. It, it's, it's really, it's an amazing thing. And, and I just really want to thank you for showing up in the world and, and sharing, you know, your journey, truly going through what you had to in order to be in this thriving life you've built today 
And the fact that it continues to impact other people's lives as you're growing yourself, because we're on a continuum of growth, right? Like that's, that's what life is all about. So really, thank you so much for joining me. And I would love for you to tell uh, my listeners how best to connect with you. So I also want to say thank you for having me as a badass guest. <laughs> um, whenever I hear those words, I'm like, oh, heck yeah, that's me. <laughs> Sign me up. So you can always find me at Dr. Allie Griffith. Um, I'm that all over. So www.drdrigrifith.com. That's where you'll have access to my books, my coaching programs. You'll learn more about my live events and my retreats. Also, please, please, please follow me. That's the whole new thing. Follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest, on YouTube, all at Dr. Allie Griffiths. As soon as you get the name, just say, I want to see her there. I want to see her there. I want to hear what's going on there. And then do me a favor as you also do it. Make sure you share it out with others. So my podcast is the Dr. Allie Griffith Show mindset, meditation, and motivation, and um, everything else. Just type the name in and let's stay in touch. I give out a lot of free gifts. I'm constantly trying to figure out how can I serve you more. So talk to me. I like dialogues. I don't like monologues. Like this is amazing. So even if you're typing, I'm actually going to read. Well, what did they say? Yeah. So let's have a conversation. And let's create a connection, a true connection. I love it. Well, I'm I'm so honored that I get to connect with you in this way. And we're going to have so many cool hangout sessions in the future now that we're both so local. Oh, yeah. You guys can't see us, but we're dancing <laughs> already. <laughs> they can't. They, they can't, can't see it. But they can feel it, girl. They can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have to have the behind the scenes moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I might turn it into a boomerang. I might. <laughs> As we close out the show, Dr. Ali, um, I always like to ask this one question. How do you define what a badass is? Bold, brave, being authentic yourself. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me today. And listeners, as you have, I know, had impact from today's conversation, make sure you follow, like, support, share everything going on with Dr. Ali. And you know, I love hearing from you as well. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.